How do you prepare for an interview? Do you set up like a ring light in front of you and everything, or do you just like show up and you look that <laughs> that glorious? I, I, I look wait, hey, wait. He was talking to me. I just look that glorious. <laughs> yes, it's that shine right <laughs> up the top left. You know, it's it's that. You know. <laughs> yes, yes. But go ahead. You can answer, Nathan. It's fine. Yeah, Thank now you can answer. Um, no, I have a little setup here. No one looks this good all the time, really. Let's be honest. Yeah. And I, I have a confession. I'm only like half dressed, so I've got like shorts on. You know what I mean? I'm Me cheap. too. That's it. That's the thing. The camera only picks up the top half. I've got nothing on under this. <laughs> Mitch, on the other hand, yes, he needs to be fully clothed because that is just a train wreck. Oh God. Kind of is. Kind of is. We're here to talk heroin. Yeah, we're talking heroin. Here we are, everybody. Um, brand new album coming out on September 10th by Frontier Records. It's an all-females cover record. This is really exciting because brand new single came out today covering a legendary Canuck, Avril Lavigne. I'm with you. The uh, song and the video is available now wherever you get music. Welcome to the show and welcome back. Double, uh, it's, he's like our one of our only double guesters like, in the last couple of months. Uh, Nathan James from Inglorious. There he is, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Who else is a double guester? I, have I joined a very exclusive group? Uh, Phil Collin from Def Leppard. He, he's cool. the only other one. So, yeah. That's cool. Thank Mitch, you. Nathan's like our cutest bestie. What do you, what else do you want? He is the cutest bestie. This is how we, we get them. It, yeah. It's, uh, it's very exciting. Look, on the pop side, Sean Mendes has Niall Horn as his cutest bestie. On the rock side, we've got Nathan James. So, there you uh, go. Thank you. Well, see? That, that's... The, it's funny because... Um, at the pop station they want that kind of content from from jeremy and i was looking online at what you know iheart was doing and their interviews in the last week have included questions like does pineapple belong on pizza and who's your cutest bestie so <laughs> are you gonna ask them do you want me to answer <laughs> so so we're you trying know. to get into that vibe well listen okay. if, if you want to answer yeah do, do you think pineapple belongs on pizza and who is your cutest bestie Pineapple does belong on pizza, oh. and it does, you're wrong. And uh, my cutest bestie today is my dog, who I've had to lock in his cage so he doesn't bark through this interview. Oh, unlike mine that you just heard two seconds ago. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, but... And I've got no bitches around, so uh, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing new. Nothing, nothing new. new. So no. let us go over this. You, you've decided to cover some of the best. Whitney Houston, Tina Turner, uh, Miley Cyrus, Avril Lavigne, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, talk to me about wanting to, I mean, did you sort of look at that hair and say, I kind of look like Barbara Streisand, I need to do a Divas album? No, it was more <laughs> that I love these songs and I love these singers. We were doing a cover of Alanis Morissette on tour, Uninvited, mm. and the audience loved it. Um, and I thought, why don't we do celebrate all my favorite female singers because I didn't learn to just sing from men, you know, like a lot of the women on this album are people that I admire and right. and contributed towards my voice. So it made sense. Well, to be fair, looking at you, I can't picture you in the shower screaming, I'm a genie in a bottle, like Christina Aguilera. I can't, I can't see you singing, you know, time after time in the shower or something. You're I don't wrong. know. You're wrong, man. I know I'm wrong because I'm the exact same way. I'd be in the shower belting up, man. I feel like a woman by Shania and like everybody's, you know, I'm, I'm this rock guy. So yeah. at the end of the day, it's what you like, right? Yep. And good music, as we know, is good music. You know, I'm not, I'm not a musical snob. I like 
I like great songs. A lot of these songs, especially the Whitney one, like mm-hmm. people are going to see that on the list and think Whitney Houston. It's a rock song. It's got a guitar solo. It's got big riffs. It's got big vocals. It is a it's a rock song. Um, so yeah, I think we might change some minds. People might not like it, but uh, that's that's everything, isn't it? I like the fact that you covered Nutbush City Limits by Tina because I saw Tina Turner's farewell tour back in like 2008, I think it was. It came to the Bell Center in Montreal, and it was the, one of the best rock shows I'd ever seen. And that song specifically, man, the raw power behind like the live version of it, and like it. I, so I was really excited to see that you guys were covering it because I'm sure it's going to be like full steam ahead, straight up rock metal kind of approach to it, right? Yeah, we've just gone. We try to, with every song, bring a bit of the original to it, but we want to make sure we bring a different kind of inglorious energy to it, I say. So with that one on the album, it's the first inglorious song we've ever got with live horns. So we've got proper horns on there and and it's mm-hmm. a really live sounding kit and you can really hear the band grooving, which I, I, I'm really proud of. It, it sounds really live, that one. So how did you do that? Did you guys cut it off the floor live with the band or was it no. all... It was a COVID uh, pandemic album. So we did the drums in the studio and my vocals in the studio and all the guitars were done at home. So it's actually a miracle that the guys got it to swing so much, but it really does, it swings. like Right. Well, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, if you're a good musician, you can make it swing no matter what, right? And you're working with some of the best of the best. So it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I'm pretty, pretty pleased with how it came out. That one in particular... No, you, 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 you've got animals also going on on yeah. your side. It's like a cat attack. Yeah, like a wait, possum. Wait one second. It's like a possum attacking something in the backyard over there. It's it's uh it's amazing. By the way, we've been trying to do this interview for like three weeks, and it's been a a, a collective circumstance of ah. yeah. Yeah. Collective. It was all Jeremy. Mitch, do not lie. It was, and poor Jeremy, as of Friday, doesn't have a contract. So, uh oh. <laughs> We'll see. I mean, hey, we're, it's going to come down to the wire. But anyways, and, and hey, at least I got my internet back today. So that's good. It's funny. Yeah, I switched yeah. internet providers. We're going through a heat wave right now. And like apparently that has an effect on like the internet or something like that. Apparently the, the power was out like near like their buildings. So because of that, like they weren't able to send out the signal. So that, that's knows? been going on. Uh, third how's the third world problems. Where you're at. Are you, are you in Yorkshire? Like where where are you, by the way? Me? Yeah. Um, I'm in Devon, where I live on the Devon, farm. Okay. okay. So my the reason why all that noise was happening mm-hmm. is because I live in a cottage attached to where my parents and my little sister live. So it's my little sister screaming because she found a huge spider because oh, no. we live in a 200-year-old manor, which is full of creepy qualities and, and shit. So, oh, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. Well, hey, I, 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 I can feel that because we're, we're in the same situation where I live. In fact, yesterday, yeah. you're going to love this, I, I went to put the dog out at 1 o'clock in the morning, and on the uh, patio, there was a skunk drinking out of the dog bowl, out of the water bowl, to which a raccoon mother with three little ones came up, and they all looked at each other. I'm like, oh, great, they're going to spray each other right in front of me. But mm-hmm. they didn't. They oh, walked away. And I was like... Because yeah. <laughs> that that would not have been good to have a stinky, squir- uh, skunky porch. But anyway. No, uh, that would have sucked. That would have sucked. That would have sucked bad. And it happened. We, we once ran one over on a tour bus with Transbrain Orchestra. And <laughs> the whole fucking bus smelled for the whole night. Like, it smelled oh. so fucking bad. Through the air conditioning vent. Oh. 
into our bunks directly. And, and then, no joke, no jokes. It gets into your hair. It gets into your clothes, and you just it. You, yeah, and that's what I was looking at on uh, yesterday. Just going, please don't. Please is that don't. still the remedy to like take a bath in tomato juice or something to get rid of the? Uh, remember that, or was that like an old school myth to get rid of the smell of skunk? Well, it's an old school myth. I don't know if it actually works, and, <laughs> and, and I, I don't want to find out. Yeah, because so. I'm yet to meet somebody that's actually done it. And <laughs> but uh, back to the album here for a second. How did you come down to these choices? You know, when you, when you do I Hate Myself for Loving You, how did you choose that one and not I Love Rock and Roll? Or, or where's Lita Ford? Uh, wait, or even, you know, you just... Avril Lavigne. I mean, why not Skater Boy? Like, you know, I mean, I'm with you. It's sort of like a, it's like a bit of a deep cut. I mean, yeah. I, I wanted to show off, show off the end. No, I wanted to show <laughs> off my voice uh, because... The songs I've kind of picked have tackled a lot of things that people would never have heard me done before and things that perhaps guys shouldn't try and do, but I felt confident that I could get away with it. So I wanted to show off my voice and also celebrate my favourite females. This was this was more about the the people that I love and the, and the music I love rather than about, like, the record label wanted it to be way more rocky. They were like, we want more rock, more rock. And I mm. kind of was like, that's not going to work for me because that's not who I am as a singer anyway. I'm a and, and also, I don't think it will make the record special because you already do rock. This yeah. is really you take, being taken out of your comfort zone and doing something right. completely different and super cool. Yeah, I think so. And celebrating amazing female artists, which I think someone told me with the this might be a total lie. Mitch will probably know and put me in my place, but I think we may be the only band to ever do this uh, of an all-male band. As far uh, as I know, yes. Though there's probably a weird jazz trio in like Denver who must have might have done it, but yeah. yeah. But it but, seems and, like a really obvious thing, and I think there's a kind of serious note to that. And that I think men struggle so much with the kind of masculine masculinity of rock that they are right. not willing to sing these songs. And I didn't change any lyrics, you know, with with fighter or with um. Uh, Miley Cyrus. I didn't change these these lyrics. They are as written by the artists. Uh, and I think dudes in general have a problem singing some of that stuff. But I don't really give a shit. So it's easy. well, I, I always bring this up. You know, like I, I was talking to Rob Halford from Judas Priest about this. You know, about the, like I call like the toxic masculinity behind the rock scene and the metal scene, where like everybody is like, oh, if you like this, well, you're a fucking pussy. You know, you're you're only allowed to like this. And the fact that you're going to be putting yourself out there and singing all these songs by powerful women i mean it's sort of giving a big middle finger to all those toxic masculinity guys because it's like well fuck you like i said i'm allowed to like what i like and i'm just as good of a singer singing a chick song or a guy song it, it doesn't matter music is music at the end of the day absolutely and i i it's so refreshing to hear someone speak like that because you are such a do you know i mean such a rock fan um yeah. and I think well, I'm a music such fan. a toxic male and, and a toxic male <laughs> <laughs> oh god um no it, it is refreshing because i i'm quite in touch with kind of like who i am and i'm very comfortable in, in my skin um mm. so kind of putting it all out there like this and singing these songs is not it doesn't feel foreign to me because it's just kind of what i would have done to, i would have done this 10 years ago i would have done it when I was 14, I would have done this when I was five years old, you know, it's, yeah. I love these women. I've always loved these singers and yeah, to kind of have people 
get get hold of it and and appreciate these women, right? Because right, females in the well, industry... I appreciate them now that a guy's singing them. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> what is that bad to say? No, I'm just no, not real. But <laughs> jokes aside, when when you decide to go live and play these shows, or when you're permitted to play live, do you think to yourself? Okay, I can't stand on stage and say, "Hey, everybody, here's our next song. Uh, it's a Miley Cyrus." Or do you just say, "No, I'm going to play these songs live, and if you don't want to in- enjoy them, go fucking buy a beer." I just did it. Literally the other day, we had our first festival um, in two years, and wow. our third song in was Miley Cyrus, and our fifth song in was Barracuda by Heart. Uh, I've never seen an, a group of older, bald gentlemen wash out quite so hard to midnight sky uh, ever uh, they were right. all going crazy for it singing along mouthing the words so i think some of them don't even know what they're listening to right because this is the first time a lot of rock fans will have ever heard the song mm-hmm. right i mean you know old bald men in their 50s aren't listening to capital and hearing miley's midnight sky every you know 20 minutes so they probably just thought it was a new and glorious song yeah and i that's pretty cool so i'm actually the next gig we're doing is a is a bike rally like for like proper like bike, bikers nice. and, we're, and we're headlining uh and it's still going to be the third song in the set so i hope they like it i hope they enjoy some miley cyrus as well yeah hopefully well, you'll yeah, get... i gotta say as a bald 50 year old who has an 18 year old daughter i've heard these songs and that's the thing if you're not exposed to it you're you you have this like oh you know the kids the... yeah but these bands really put on great songs and and i was talking with with somebody yesterday Two of the greatest shows I've seen in the last 10 years, one is Dua Lipa and one yeah. is Lord. They are just spectacular. And so if you can just cast aside all these strange walls you put up about music needs to be this and and you just listen to the songs, these artists, whether it's Miley, whether it's Avril, they have great songs. And, and even, you know, people always rag on Nickelback. Stop it. Listen to the song and stop with the image or the whatever you're that, that's yeah. stopping you you know absolutely I, I totally agree yeah yeah and and you know uh with my daughter jada she always has it on serious uh, the heat or the beat or power station and it's all these songs and it's it's yeah. it's eye-opening that there's so many great things out there well i mean and, you know look at you you had post malone in your playlist at one point i have no i still have post malone in my playlist and it certainly <laughs> wasn't because of my 50 year old friends but like I said, it goes back to this toxic masculinity in the rock and metal community where everybody's just so afraid of liking what they're like with the with the idea that, you know, there's this prejudice about it. So if you went to your buddy and said, yo, dude, I was checking out, I was listening to the beat the other day and I heard this Dua Lipa song. And I never heard the song groove that hard in the last 10 years. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Did you hear the new Metallica? Like, you know, there's this, like I said, it's it's always this like sort of like macho-ness that comes around, comes along with it. And it's, it's, it's just so ridiculous. So it, it's, by the way, why didn't you cover Dua Lipa? Because she is just, ter- I mean, live. Yeah. She's Phenomenal. My list, the list okay. was about 50 singers. So there's some, I'd love to at one point do like a heroin too and do her, do Lady Gaga. I love Gaga. I love Cher. Um, I wanted to do some Dolly Parton. I want, there's so many other like legends that yeah. you can you can do. Do a Shania um, Twain song? I mean, come on. I, uh, I want, I'll do I, the backing you wanted, vocals if you do a Shania song. Do you okay. want to do a series of these and, and you know, uh, just do it because it's fun? It, it was so much fun. It's mm. like, I'm not going to say karaoke, but it, it was like 
singing along in a bar, you know what I mean? Like it was like so much fun recording, really easy to record because you take the pressure away of writing. So writing is enormous pressure, especially to a deadline. Um, and these songs already exist. People already know they're great. Uh, I've had some amazing feedback from a lot of the artists actually, which has been unreal. Uh, so I know that Tina Turner's heard it, uh, Nutbush City. Uh, I know wow. that a couple of other of the artists, Lizzie Hale has heard our cover of the Hailstorm song. So mm. yeah, it's, it's all good. So when the album's out, they're going to share it for us, which has been really, really amazing. Wow. Is that a so, thing? Yeah. Do you have to, do you have to send it to the artist to get approval of your cover first or? Uh... <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. But obviously that was terrifying because we'd already recorded the album and then I sent it to Lizzie Hale like, hey, listen to this. Uh, yeah. She said, wow, it's awful. But she actually, she enjoyed it. Uh, I think <laughs> so, so we're good. Even that song, we actually chose uh, I Am The Fire to do a piano version of as the bonus track for the Japanese edition, which is kind of special. That would just suck though, right? You just record this record and you send it over to Avril Lavigne. You're like, yo, Avril, what do you think of this? She's just like, this is the worst. Don't, don't even, don't put this out. <laughs> like that would just be crushing, right? Yeah. I think, I think to be honest, no one could do that because it would be very strange for the women to do that. We've recorded this album and put it out in the UK knowing that a pound from every copy we sell on our website will go to an amazing woman's charity, which was an mm. idea I came up with last year during lockdown, seeing that all these charities were struggling and I thought, why not tie it in? So yeah, every copy we sell on our website, a pound uh, of the sale will be going to an amazing charity here in the UK. Oh, that's, oh, that's great. great. Yeah, for nice. women and young girls. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's will, really great. Will you, when you tour or, or head out on the road, consider having some female backup singers to add to these songs and make them sort no, of more? No, I, I think the cool thing about this is that it's just like, it's all these like metal rock dudes playing female covers i think that's the cool part of this it's part of the shtick it's part of the gimmick so i, I don't want to see no chicks on the stage i want i want it to be all guys just completely owning it yeah that's what we're doing and we we play it with as much like gusto as we do our own stuff you know it's not like yep. we're still there like taking it for granted we really do lay into these songs well hold on nathan i'm gonna call out mitch on his toxic masculinity for a second because just because they're female <laughs> songs you assume that they're these like oh prancing around stage you know loosey-goosey kind of light song no, i hate myself they're, for they're, they're rocking them up well yeah well yeah i mean i've heard the album let's yeah. not forget we, we've had a chance to listen to it yeah they sound great um out of those 50 are, are there any that you look at and you just go you know what we should have covered that 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 dua lipa song we should have are, are, any regrets there was one uh I realized the other day that we should have done, and it was Call Me by Blondie. Oh, yeah. Mm. I love yeah. Blondie, and I love that song, and I know that we could have done a really wicked rock version of that. But that's what's mm. kind of cool about this, because had you done, you know, Heart, Blondie, and all sort of the old classics, it, it would have just been you doing the old classics. But by bringing in Miley, by bringing in Christina, by bringing you sort of bring it into that new world as well because I didn't grow up on Christina Aguilera. I didn't grow up on Miley Cyrus, but I certainly grew up on the hard songs. I certainly grew up yeah. on, the, on the... So that's what I find refreshing is that you didn't delve to the 1970s and mine that little gold mine of female singers. You went, no, no, no. We're going to go into the 2000s and bring you some. I think people 
sometimes forget, it's probably because I look so old and haggard, but I am only in my th- early 30s. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. may sing... You just had a birthday, like... Yeah, I, I, I may sing the music kind of inspired by yesteryear, but I still grew up in the early 2000s, you know? My teens were in my, the early 2000s. So when that Avril Lavigne song came out, I was going to my school prom and I was dancing with... Do you know what I mean? Like, these are the memories yeah. that these songs have for me. I remember hearing Christine Aguilera... That first, I think, the, on the Mulan soundtrack, the Disney movie. Yeah. She's one of the best female singers of all time. That uh, that version of Lady Marmalade is ridiculous. Yeah. Amazing. So, incredible vocalist. And, yeah, so it, that's kind of when I did grow up, you know. There was no prevalent female rock bands around in the early 2000s. I grew up surrounded by pop music and, what, the tale of grunge and new metal. So it all kind of, it is a bit different for me. Yeah. Well, on the next one, you, the... I was going to say on the next one, you could get some Paramore covers on there. You well, could do some, faith, you could do some Faith Hill. Yeah. You, do, you know, there's uh, Jesus. There's, there's a couple of them, you know, I'm trying to think of who is the to push myself vocally and also to, to celebrate these women because Selena are... Gomez, that's the one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like her. Do love you like a love song. And I, yeah, I really like um, Demi Lovato. I would yeah. love to do a Demi Lovato tune, uh, but that may be on some sort, some different album uh, because uh, they they represent themselves yeah. as non-binary. So now, it, and you know, Mitch, a very exciting time, you know, because I we could go anywhere with this next. You know, we can celebrate only we could do one where we celebrate only queer eyes or where we only celebrate. It's, it's quite yeah. cool. I'm getting totally. excited about it. And just think, you know, if you do a cover of like, you know, Britney, hit me, baby, one more time. I mean, like that that would as a rock version she's i can totally sing oh babe babe like doing the thing you know <laughs> well you, and, know, you know uh and Mitch, ricky, it was ricky warwick of the almighty covers a britney a britney spears song and it's it's terrific you, you know ricky of course i mean we all know ricky oh, um let me just ask you about the pop side since you grew up on that now you ended up in a rock band but you do have a pop look you've been on the tv show you know uh, and I, it's not called The Voice. What was it called in, in England, the one that you were on? I, I forget all of a sudden. Superstar. You weren't Superstar, which is like The Voice and all these things. Mm-hmm. So you have that pop sensibility. Do you see yourself at some point making a pop album and getting out the big loops and the drum beats and the let's go? Because you could pull no. it off. No. Why not? Asked, you asked me something similar last time. and The reason is... I wasn't satisfied with your answer. I'm sorry. Well, I, <laughs> we reject your answer. It's rejected. It's not authentically who I am or what I like. So I love, I do love singing rock, and I love singing in this way. I'd like to guest on other people's stuff. That would be it. That would be amazing to me. So some pop artist, if they needed a a big rock chorus or something, or if they needed some big high right. screams over a section, mm-hmm. like, I do all of that. But I, it doesn't excite me to sing pop. Yeah. What I what I would do really. Is I'd, I'd, I'd become Michael Bolton. If I was going to do anything, I would just like do soul and Motown and then get a big band and just sing the best songs of all time. That would be like... Yeah. That's like my, the like, Rod Stewart I'm, songbook thing. Yeah, that's fun. That the, he, They look happy when they're singing that stuff. They yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they, they really do. I saw one of the Rod Stewart songbook shows and it was, people were just laughing and smiling and it was just... It was great. They were having fun. Yeah. 
And it's funny because you look at some of the like the rock guys that are making a transition to pop now. It's like you know, Machine Gun Kelly was a rapper, and now he's like kind of cashing in on the like the pop punk that's been sort of missing. And now you got guys like Young Blood, and you even got like you know Jaden. Like everybody's doing like this crossover thing. So who knows, man? I mean, maybe some of this stuff will make its way over to pop radio in a way or some shape or form. You know? Yeah, I I really hope so. Yeah, we'll see. So- so what do you listen to at home then? You're not the teenager at the dance listening to the pop stuff. Are you sitting around listening to White Snake albums? Like what's Yeah. Okay. Really? I, I yeah, I do. I do do that. Uh my go-to is White Snake, Rainbow, Purple, Leopard. Uh If I'm Yeah, that's We all, we all know this is bullshit. We know you're walking around your house singing, "I got you, Moonlight, you're my starlight." <laughs> I need you. Oh, that's funny. We're loving it, Mitch. I I have to say, uh, in all honesty, I I have this massive playlist of 2,000 songs in my phone that has everything. And when you get to the parts that are Def Leppard or Bon Jovi, the production and the, it's just next level. And you just go, yeah, I know why they're playing stadiums because there's, there's just something about the way those albums are done compared to some of the other bands from that era. You just go, yeah, you listen to L.A. Guns and it's like, it, you know, it sounds like a bar. But then you listen to Def Leppard and it sounds like a stadium. Yeah, I love all that. I'm going to I'm just going to talk you through like my playlist just so yeah. you can. Yeah, just, there is Dua Lipa on there. Hallucinate. Nice. Smart. Good song. Um, I've got on here at the minute. I've got some Bon Jovi. I've got the Dead Daisies. I've got Coverdale Page. Hailstorm. Nice. Alice in Chains. Uh, Super Tramp. Uh, wow. Wow. Miller Band, Aerosmith, uh, White Snake, Skinnered, Audio Slave. So it is a mixed bag, you know. I mean, it's not just all. Yeah. Out, out. That's right. interesting. You you got some some bands that would be qualified as grunge. Do do you see yourself maybe as a covers album doing a grunge cover and 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 doing that sort of depressive? I mean, you'd have to cut your hair to do it. I I don't know if I I could. I don't. I don't know if I, you could pull it off either. You're, you're not uh, you're not the I depressive could. kind. I'm. I can be like we all can be. All artists can be. I think, but I. Mm. No, it doesn't. That doesn't excite me either. But to listen to, I can really enjoy it. You know. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I don't. I don't, I don't see. A, I don't see a, a smell like a Teen Spirit cover coming from Inglorious anytime soon. I've done one on an album, on a solo album. Um, so, I. I love it. I actually, before I got kicked off my TV show. The next show, if I would have stayed in and not been kicked off, my song was Smells Like Teen Spirit. Um, <laughs> no so, way. Yeah. And it was a, like a piano Tori Amos version. Tori Amos, another amazing female artist. Um, so I, yeah, I love, I love that, love that song. I've got a Kurt Cobain quote tattooed on my arms, you know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Wow. I gotta say, uh, the, the song I can hear you singing based on your voice would be Black Velvet by, um... I love that song. Is, is, yeah. is it, I could so hear your oh, voice wow. doing that. You could so raspy it up and 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 barroom brawl it. it. It would be it'd be terrific. Maybe let's let's see. I'm gonna let's start, let's start a new list. We kind of got this idea from uh, Hailstorm. I think they were doing between albums. They were doing like an EP of covers. Covers, right? yes. Keep things rolling, and I thought that was a great idea. So that kind of. This might be something that we look at. Maybe it won't be a whole album next time, but we'll do like a, maybe an EP or something or something in between that um, we can just, yeah, keep the ball rolling with. 
The next album will be a cover of all hip-hop songs done in rock and metal. You do Astronaut in the Ocean. You do Hotline Bling. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, again, I, I would probably like you, Jeremy. If that comes on in a bar, I'm going to sing along. You know? Damn right. Of course you are. 100%. I don't uh, win a Hotline Bling. You, you got to sing probably, it. <laughs> I probably won't cover it but i would definitely i know it and i'd sing along so yeah yeah that would be great leak footage of you in a pub just singing out you know like i get those goosebumps every time that's a good song actually yeah travis that- scott oh 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 nason's frozen up on us oh. well we can still hear you but you're frozen up on us yeah well, anyways, we'll wrap up anyway. Uh, the brand new album from Inglorious, it's called Heroin, coming out on September 10th. Available pre-order now wherever music is sold. And if you buy it off their website, you can get the uh, CD, color LP, and digital. But also, a, uh, one pound from every sale of the album on the band's web store will be donated to Women's Aid, a fantastic charity out of the UK. So make sure you go and check that out. Go to Inglorious website to pick it up, and uh, it's going to be donated to a great cause. So really great stuff. Make sure you follow them on all the socials, too, because they're fantastic on all the socials. So um, brand new album, Heroin, September 10th. Make sure you go pick it up. Nathan, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, man. This is always, uh, it's always, did a, we actually it's always talk a blast. with him, or did we talk at him? I think, I think we, we talked, talked at him, him the whole time. Yeah. Oh, wait, he's muted. He's muted. Huh. Oh, he, you're, yeah, you muted yourself. You have to unmute yourself. He's censoring himself now. Hello, hello. There, there you go. go. Yeah. yeah, no, uh, we, we, we talked with him, Mitch. We didn't talk at him. I, I, I think we talked at him. <laughs> I, I'm just glad we got it done, you know, after all the... Finally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, between we... your birthday and uh, being on a binge for three days and Mitch and his internet <laughs> connection and... Uh, well, I, I also had a, 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 a long battle with the city over our septic tank, which is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they phoned and said all right we're gonna settle this at four o'clock on thursday it's like okay listen i'm just gonna i'm just gonna blame this all on nathan because this way he's, he comes off as the big rock star we, we blame it on nathan it, it, it's living the excesses of the rock star life he just couldn't get around his schedule to make this happen and i'm just glad we finally did so here yeah, we are that's a lie <laughs> And uh, by the way, I'm going to. Uh, I've been trying to buy the Japanese version of it, and it's been it's not been listed for sale. But I'm going to go look right this second because I, I will be getting that bonus track. Here, let's okay. see. Let's see if my the if vinyl my... is really pretty. Look. Oh wow! Now, Jeremy... Let's let's see let's see the vinyl. So. Yeah, you see. Oh, let's see that. And inside, instead of having the lyrics, obviously because these are covers, it made no sense to put the lyrics. You can just Google them. Oh. Um. I've got quotes by all of the artists that I really liked. Do you know what I mean? So there's like some quite cool quotes on there. Oh wow! Uh, how did you how did you come up with the quotes? Did you just like Google old interviews or? Yeah, old interviews and like f- famous things they've said, quite profound things. Some of them, um, yeah, just things that made me like think. Okay, they're they're a badass, you know. All these right. all the women in this are total badasses. And what I was the Tina Turner quote in there? Tina's is. 50 is the new 30, 70 is the new 50. There are no rules that say you have to dress a certain way and be a certain way. And I thought that was sassy and, and cool. That's awesome. And uh, just uh, going to point out, I'm on my uh, Japanese uh, CD ordering site. They still don't have it listed. 
They have uh, We Will Ride, they have Ride to Nowhere, they have Inglorious 2 and Inglorious, but they do not have the new one listed. Is there going to be a Japanese version, though? Yeah, he said so. Yeah, okay. It's got the bonus track of uh, the Hailstorm song, I'm the Fire, which is... Piano. The piano version. Okay. Did you hear that? Did I send you that, Mitch? Uh, I don't know if you sent it to me, but you mentioned it in the interview, so... I wasn't listening, so... What does the vinyl look like? It's colored, right? (laughs) It's got, we have different ones. We have, this one's a gold one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get it out. And then we've got a red one and a blue one, all sorts of pretty fucking colors. Oh, nice. Which one are you getting, Jeremy? Because you're the vinyl guy. Oh, oh that gold one. Look at that. I'd have to get the gold. The gold's so sick. Now, are these exclusive to your website, or are these the general sale and Jeremy the can get it? Are, the gold are exclusive to inglorious.com, um, and mm-hmm. the red are exclusive to us as well. Uh, oh, wow. yeah, and they're all signed on our website, so it's the only place you can get a signed one. Oh, sweet. Okay. So I'm definitely going to get it off the website then. Yeah. Thank you. And a pound from our website goes to an amazing woman's charity, which is what this is all about celebrating women and, yeah, and making some money for some women. Awesome. And to be fair, Nathan, we all, we, you really got into rock and roll for the chicks, right? Let's be honest here. Let's be honest. I mean, Mitch, that's why everybody gets into rock and roll. Listen, Gene Simmons has said that that's why he got into rock and roll. And he has that, you know, the Polaroid catalog of 3,000. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Nathan's at like 87 or 89 by now. Minimum. But... <laughs> Thousand? You're at 89,000? Jesus. No. No, 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 no. Um... <laughs> he was like... He was in some major touring bands, man. I mean, come on, he's 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 filled some holes on the road. Come on now. I've I've enjoyed my my professional life and the perks that come with it. That's all I'm gonna say. Great As answer. You should. Damn good N- answer. Nothing like TSO groupies. <laughs> <laughs> Those Uli John Roth groupies. Listen, those those old men need loving too. <laughs> so true. So true. Oh my god. They're anyway, not all old, by the way, that's really mean. They're not all old. They're <laughs> no, they're they're, lo- they're lovely. They're they're great. Hey, they're fans. We love your money. Keep bringing it. <laughs> one of my, one of my greatest stories was taking Uli John Roth to the Walmart in. Ottawa, Ontario, so that he could buy pillows for the tour bus. So he would oh. look at a pillow and say, do you think this is going to be soft enough? Do you think this will fit on the bus? We we chose pillows together in Ottawa yes. at the Walmart. See, Uli John Roth is your cutest bestie, Mitch. You went pillow shopping together. <laughs> hey, it's the greatest memory. It's 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 a great story. I went pillow shopping with Did you. Did you lay on John the bed side by side testing out the pillows in the Walmart? You're like, oh, no, not firm enough. Push. Oh my god, it was it was great. <laughs> oh man, what I paid to see that—that's hilarious. <laughs> but the, the the funny part is that he went in his whole stage outfit, so he had the whole look going on. Was he walking through Walmart like, oh, I wonder if this pillow's good? Sort of. And Ooh, as man, we this... as we were checking out, this old dude, like li- literally, he looked like he was seventy-five, walked up and goes, "Are you Uli John Roth in the Walmart?" And then he goes, "Yes." He goes, "He goes." Oh, I love you. I've, I've, I love the Scorpions. I've loved everything you've done. And so he, he had a fan at the, at the, oh. at the Ottawa Walmart that was That's touched nice. as he was checking out his pillows. It was, That's nice. 
Great story. He's a nice guy. Oh, like, absolutely. Man. One of the nicest. He used to randomly message me, and I have a pet python called Alice, and I told him like one time, and he randomly messaged me being like, hey, Nathan, how's Alice? It's like he just he remembered that he like really cared about my snake. He was like, yeah. Well, really you know he 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 keeps a book where he writes everything down. So he, he when you come to town, you'll drive by a bar. He goes, I played that bar in 1986, and they were really bad. I'm never going back. And you're like, how do you know that? Wow. <laughs> and he remembers. He remembers everything. It's it's great. He's he's one of the greatest guitarists. Really cool. So I've never met him, so we have to. Well, that'd be really cool sometime. Next time. Next time. He's, yeah. he's... We were talking. We talked the other day about um, the possibility of me like doing a guest spot with him at a show or something. So that'd be that'd be fun. Hopefully that. Well, be you fun. should because yeah. the albums that you sing on those live albums sound phenomenal. The Thanks. the guitar playing's phenomenal. The singing's pl- and I don't even know who the other band members were, but just the whole product is a plus it's it's world class yeah thanks yeah th- that was an amazing experience he gave me he flew me to japan to play the sun plaza and record it for a dvd cd like blew my mind at like 25 you know i felt like right. all of my heroes that i've never been to japan with any band i've been in or with my band so yeah he gave me a real amazing experience and because of him i was the reason he was the reason that i got to sing on stage with steve Vai, steve morse wow um, and Uli in, in Geneva a couple of years ago. So, yeah, I'm very, very thankful for Uli. He really did help me out. Absolutely. There you go. Well, thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. And uh, we will do this again uh, soon. Wait, hold on. I got, I, got, I got one more question for you. All right. I'm really curious about this. For me or for Nathan? No, for, for Nathan. Yeah. So yeah. In, in the UK, because I, I listen to a lot of UK radio. I listen to Capital a lot. I listen to Radio X. I listen to Heart. I listen to Magic. And I'm just curious. Does... does like UK radio give you guys support? Like is radio X going to be playing like the new single or is like absolute going to be like playing it or no, they don't, they just don't touch this kind of rock. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's Mm. not, it's not indie enough for them to touch it. We have big support from planet rock, uh, who've supported us from the beginning. Um, We've had, I think we've had 11 A-listed singles on there. We, uh, wow. One year, we were huh? like the most playlisted band on there. Um, wow, that's great. Which is amazing when you're going against some big guys, you know, like proper legends. Um, mm-hmm. Do uh, Joe Elliott and Danny Bowes still have shows on Planet Rock? Yeah. I think Danny does. I'm not sure Joe does. Joe does. I, I don't know if it's on Planet Rock, though. I think it's on... Um, well, he didn't have one. It's on one yeah. of those Bauer stations, though. I don't know if it's Absolute okay. or if it's... yeah. But but no, I'm just, it's weird because like you know i listen to radio x and i'm like you're, you're right it's funny you say that because it, it they do have this sort of like weird indie edge to it and like it's it's kind of weird because at the end of the day i think rock is rock and i think if it was getting played like i think the audience would be into it you know they, they should get these songs tested yeah. it's it's very odd we get a bit of play on bbc on radio 2 on the on the specific rock shows so every single yeah. we put out that their legend johnny walker will play that for us so yeah, apart from that, no, not really. But do you guys have, like, does, like, Frontiers have, like, a proper radio plugger over there in the UK, like, trying to, like, pitch to they Radio do. X? They do try. It's just it won't. We're seen as being hard rock, which just is not what they would be into, you know? Metallica would get played, probably, because they're a legend, but yeah, new, but... Rock, new rock wouldn't, you know? 
That's so weird. Is that a reason they, like, have they given the plugger a reason? Like, we're not going to play this because it doesn't sound Oasis enough or it doesn't sound... No, then they don't really give reasons, you know, because, like, what can you say? When when we've we've had some really strong songs that have done really well on rock radio and they're not mm. transmitted to mainstream radio, and you... It's just because they don't like rock because rock is, a, is still a, a dirty word, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because they're, you know, a rock station... And then they won't play rock. It's it's just weird, you know. Especially in this country, like with such heritage that we have, I, f- I do find it bizarre that we're not willing to at least attempt to to show the the British people some new rock music. You know, right. like yeah, no, that's what I mean. It's it's just so weird. I mean, saying that they're more likely to do it for an international band. So they're more likely to do it for a Greta Van Fleet, or they're more likely to do it for a Main Skin, or mm-hmm. these bands would get get plays right your homegrown bands there's quite a lot of us kind of on our level in the uk um do not do not get that well it's kind of like what happened with the struts i mean before they really made it in america like the uk just was completely ignoring them and then when they finally started to blow up over here well then finally the uk was like okay well i guess we better get on the struts but then that's that's what happened to def leppard too right mitch i mean back in the 80s they wouldn't touch him until america started blowing them up and they're like okay well i guess we have to play photograph yeah, you know. And the one thing yeah. we haven't been able to do for the last two years is is obviously get over to America. So it's, right, it's, it's proved quite difficult. Um, and touring costs are so expensive. We're still not with a major label, you know. We're, we're with Frontiers, who do look after us, and I we have a great relationship with them. But there's no those days of just flying a band over to America and making them record an album there, and it's just gone. It's gone. Yeah. Well, well hopefully do, we'll get we're doing our we're doing our best to spread the word about the band. Oh. So I mean. You know, what uh, What more do you want? <laughs> no, we appreciate it. We do appreciate it. I, and I I love that you guys made the time to talk to me today because I'm really, this is an album I'm really proud of and I think it's super, it's super important actually to do. Yeah. To start those conversations, whether they're negative or positive, people saying, I fucking hate this or people going, this is actually really cool. You know, it's important to start. No, I love it. And I, and I love the fact you, that you've done it, but... You know, I let my ears decide. I don't let some prejudice decide. So, and my ears liked it. So, that's Me all too. that matters. That's it. Good. That's Very how good. I listen to music with my ears, not with my whatever baggage or you know. Yeah. Ears. Yeah. Well, Nathan, you said it all, my friend. We've uh, we've taken a lot away from this. Um, we know that. <laughs> uh oh! Here comes the the recap. Uh-oh. Never mind. We're not going to recap. It's okay. <laughs> September 10th, <laughs> Heroin, the brand new album from Inglorious. And make sure you check out the latest single, Avril Lavigne cover, I'm With You, available now for a music sold. And go purchase the record off their website. One pound from every sale of the album is going to go towards Women's Aid, a fantastic charity out of the UK. And they've got that uh, exclusive gold LP on the web store. So, and you can get it signed. I mean, come on. It's great. So, yeah. anyways. Uh, like a gold wow. record of the gold record. Yeah, gold record of the gold record, you know? Anyways, you've said it all, my friend. Anything else? Anything else you need to you need to get out there? Anything else you want to say? No, just go and not everyone's buying, so just get on the streaming, save it to your playlist. Do you know what I mean? Also, the power of the people is super important. So, if you really are passionate and you think this song is good and doesn't suck, send it to a friend. Do you know what I mean? Like, share it on your Facebook yeah. wall, tag some people, tell them <laughs> that they need to hear it because. That's how it used to happen years ago in the 70s. You know, people used to word of mouth spreading it, sharing CDs and LPs and stuff. Sharing the cassette. That's how Metallica became Metallica, by sharing the cassette. Yeah. And that's what we, I think that kind of attitude needs to come back. 
Yeah. Well, look, I mean, I'm on the radio in Montreal and Toronto, Canada's two largest cities, and I'm on proper, proper. <laughs> I like the way how he just throws that in casually. I, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm on proper, proper <laughs> pop radio stations. And I played my, I played Midnight Sky last week and I came off the tail and I was like, hey, a buddy of mine has this really great band in the UK. And I, I, I talked about the, the album and the song and, and everything. So, hey, maybe. You talked uh, about Inglorious on the Beat? I talked about Inglorious on the Beat. I still, oh, yeah. you are so going to get written up by the program director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. Anything for Nathan. Oh, true. true. I agree. I yeah. agree. There you go. Anyways, well, brand new album. Go check it out. Nate, it was so great to chat. Go back and uh, see. Uh, go take care of Alice. I will. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bonsoir. See you later. Bye, guys. Cheers. <laughs>